Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. scripture today oh, before we get into that I want you to quickly turn to 1st John 4 4 and then 1st John 5 4 but before then yes can I get you to stand up for just two minutes can you, can you get up please 1st John 4 4 for you are of God say it, say it, say it as a confession for I am of God and I have overcome them but greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. One more time. For I am of God and I have overcome them because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is nothing the world will present that you cannot conquer in the name of Jesus. First John 5 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even my faith. So, whatever I'm going to release my faith on this week, I will get results in Jesus' name. One more time. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even my Come on, give the Lord a good shout. You may be seated. Remember, this year is a year of covenant reality. Glory be to God in the highest. I just want to quickly give you from the dictionary, so I'll read directly. Covenant reality, reality, reality. Hallelujah. Reality, reality. Amen. What's reality? A relevant entity or state of affairs. The totality of real things and events. Somebody says, reality is the state of things in the natural, the way they are as against imaginary or notional. So it's what you see, what you see, what is happening to you. Hallelujah. So if the Bible says that it's a year of covenant reality, then expect some change in your realities. Okay, they didn't get it here. Let me tell them. I see your realities are changing this morning. Beginning from this morning in the name of Jesus. Covenant reality. That means that your reality will now begin to conform with the covenant reality. Glory. <laughs> you didn't get it. Let me tell them there. Let me see whether they will get it there. I see your reality is going to begin to conform with covenant realities. In the name of Jesus, glory be to God in the highest. Amen and amen and amen. I remember the scripture we started looking at. We started looking at Hebrews in chapter 13, come on, verse 20, 21. Remember, remember, remember. And how does he read? He says, now the God of peace. Come on, come on, come on, come on. The God of peace who brought back our Lord Jesus Christ, that great shepherd of the sheep. You know, which brought me back again. Uh, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, we do what? Make you come on, hello. Make you do what? Complete for what? Every good works. <laughs> or to do His will. Complete to do His will for every good works. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? Hey, Hebrews thirteen twenty. Quickly, Mama Kotora Bashanda. I am here for a reason this morning. Realities will change that before your eyes. In the name of Jesus. 
or they will begin to change right before your eyes. In the name of Jesus. I feel the fire already. Shall we read together? Now, may the God. Now, wait, 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 wait. Now, some say may, but some say now, the God of peace. Somebody should say now, may. We know it's prayer, but somebody say now, the God of peace. Either way. Okay, now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through what? The blood of the. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do what? Come on, do what? Make you what? Help me, help me. Make you what? Complete. Make you what? Complete for what? In every good work to do his will. Walking in you what is well pleasing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are scared you may never please God in your life because your lust have drowned you all the time. You are scared you will never please God in your life because your failures are always thinking to your nose. You are scared. The Bible says the day you gave your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, there's an ability set in motion for you. It's through the blood. That means he, come, he has come to address every inadequacy in your life. Oh, bravo, Shandaba. I am here for something this morning. And I thank God for his spirit. He says, the God of peace. Relax, peace. Everything that is ever choosing to seize your peace is in trouble. In the name of Jesus. You know, I'm told to pronounce peace. God will honor it. In the name of Jesus. As much as that's what I'm sent to do. Anywhere I want to represent my Lord. Peace in the name of Jesus. See, covenant and peace are very synonymous. People don't know that. Abraham said, look, let there be no strife. If, you, if, if your peace is removed, any house you get into, say, peace! I'm for saying it. Peace will flow in. I decree peace over your lives. In the name of Jesus. I think this place is waking up now. That place has to wake up. I say in 2018, I decree peace over your lives. <laughs> I decree the peace of God. In the name of Jesus, you will know peace like you have never known it this year. In the name of Jesus, I say peace. I say peace. I say peace. I decree peace. I say I decree peace. I decree peace. I command peace. Peace in your life. Peace in your lives. Peace in your marriage. Peace in your home. Peace in your health. Peace in your finances. I decree peace in the name of Jesus. Sit down. We brought up the Lord from the dead, the gracious part of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. So it's a covenant matter. It's a covenant matter. There are certain things that, by virtue of the fact that a covenant child of God is yours. For you to be cheated out of it will mean you are ignorant or you are forgetful. Have you seen some people who look like they are cocky? They are not cocky. They are walking in faith. So a lot of people struggle with faith and, and pride. And that's why you see some people, you judge them as being prideful, but no, 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 God doesn't. God is judging them as being faithful to his word and exercising faith in his word. Trust in him. I know many. It's been wiggles who will stand up. Oh, I feel the fire in my finger. He will stand up and do exactly as he's led, and people would, I mean, they will attack him in his, in his, in his administration. 
Remember the sometime a woman who was brought that had cancer, brought from the hospital, and she was literally, literally dead. Got her up, she was dangling, they got her. By the time we got there, he was still asking, what's up? He said, what's up? That was the way they said he spoke. And while he was still speaking, God downloaded what was wrong with her, and God told him what to do. And he clenched his fist and hit the stomach. And that picked the woman up and she fell. And she went, and the nurse and other hospital attendants and other people, they shouted, you killed him, you killed him. He didn't care. He was just doing what he was doing. He said, leave me alone. It's fine. They said, you killed him, it's fine. And he continued. Not longer, not some few minutes after, the same man jumped up and was jumping and running between the and running after him every place. But they judged him. But reality just changed. Come on. Oh. Are you following me? Yes, so we are talking of changing realities this morning. Uh, hello. Glory be to God in the highest. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. So I'm going to look at covenant briefly and then link it to reality change. And let it be, you see, we are still laying foundations as it were, because we'll be talking a lot about this most of the, most of the year in Jesus' name. Praise God. As I praise Jesus. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Do what? Make you. God is ever making you. He's not making you to be what the devil wants. He's making you to be what he wants you to be. He's making you, make you what? Complete. Check that word. Make you perfect. Perfect for what? Perfect in every good work. What's work? What, what's, what's good work? What you are ordained, what you are created to do, your assignment, your kingdom assignment, your divine assignment. He will perfect you for your assignment. <laughs> he will make you fit. For what is called you to do. That's, that's, the, that's the word. We're not, see, we're saying what he says. That's covenant. Can I say something about covenant? You don't beg God when it comes to his covenant. You thank him. That's one of the things you need to get to understand. Because for most of us, prayer is just begging God. No. If my son will beg me to eat a meal, I have a problem. And yet we think that's the best way. Religious spirit. Daddy, please, give me food. Your food has been prepared. I heard them calling you to come to table. But daddy, please, now, can I eat? Uh-uh. Something is wrong. And that, yet, that's what most of us do. Being in covenant with him, he will make you fit for every good work to do his will. Don't tell me that his will is difficult. I know we are always, we are always tempted. I know we are human beings. But it's up to your will. Not his will, it's up to your will. You know, he will make you fit, but he will never force your will. So you cannot accuse him. 
Let me say this quickly in the name of Jesus. There are people hearing me today, here, and across the world in the name of Jesus. In your walk with Jesus, and in your achievement, in your kingdom achievement, the next three weeks, in fact, let me see the way it says it. In one week, you will accomplish what in your lifetime you have never been able to accomplish. In the name of Jesus. That's exactly what he told me. He said, why? It is understanding. It's understanding. And what makes it very interesting is that you'll be pitying yourself. You'll be, you'll be justifying yourself by pitying yourself in your ignorance. God forbid. When God has made it yours, and he's making you to do. Simply put, the first time he did it to Peter, Peter, Peter said, I'm a sinner. He said, follow me. I will make you. That's his calling. To make. To make us what he has made us. Which we are struggling to be. That's his own calling. After all, 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 all were done, Peter went back and said, I'm going back. Human beings are funny. If you put your absolute trust in man, you'll be disappointed. I promise you. The best of man is man. The best of man is man. Including Pastor Tao. Yes. It's the grace of God we all depend on. The day you substitute any man for God, you are trying to put him into trouble. <laughs> he went back and said, I give up. I'm going out fishing. When he struggled, struggled and got nothing, the maker stood by the, by the sea, watching him. You think you have power. You think it's your strength. When he finished, he said, so how much do you have? Nothing. He said, you know what? Cast it on the right side. Whoa! He said, why won't you let me make you? Why are you struggling? Why? Praise the Lord! <laughs> to, to, to drive on what I'm saying this morning, turn with me to Genesis in chapter 15. Well, chapter 11, I will rush. Chapter 11, chapter 12, chapter 15. Um, you see, we hear of reality, we hear testimonies of reality, we hear preachings of reality, but a lot of times we struggle with bringing them to, to, to pass. This year, we will walk in the inner side of the covenant. I give God the glory for it. Look at Genesis in chapter, yes, chapter 11. Let's start from 11. Glory be to God in the highest. Genesis chapter 11. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You remember he started with the whole world had one language and, you know, yep. And of course, there was nothing that they imagined that they would not be able to do. When he started building a tower to reach to heaven, that tells you that man has some capacity. God created him with an unusual capacity. But man keeps messing things up. In the kind of Eden, oh my goodness, his capacity was <laughs> unquantifiable. But man messed it up. Look at them after the flood. See man coming, building tower. Ha-ha. God said, I will, I'm going to scatter their language. They will, there's nothing they imagine. Oof. Nothing. But you see, 
So God came down and God scattered their language. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is God. I say God is God. And he's a covenant-keeping God. When you begin to know him as a covenant-keeping God, some areas where you fret, you will not fret again. In the name of Jesus. Verse 8, so the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth and they ceased building the city. The moment there's disunity, no more building, no more progress. The moment there's disunity, and disunity is what? Somebody is selfish, somebody is thinking of himself or herself above the community. That's not to say that we don't have our uniqueness and we all know everyone's going to be a giant, a king and a priest in your, in your unique self, but it's to the totality of the advancement of the kingdom of God. But if I must oppress somebody or depress somebody because I want to get oh, oh, that's what brings this unity. Lord's tried it. And that's why all through the book of Acts, when you see things happening, you say, they're in one accord, one accord, one accord, one accord. Ha ha. So this is the genealogy of Shem, and then it comes from verse 10. Down, 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 down. And then 27. This is the genealogy of Terah. Terah begat Abram. Abram, um, Abram, Laho, and Aharon. Haran begat Lot. And Haran died before his father, Terah, in his native land, in awe of the Chaldeans. Then Abram and Laho took wives. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife, Milcah. The daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Iscah. But Sarai was barren. Um, she had no children or no child. And Terah took his son Abram and his grandson Lord and the son of Haran and his daughter-in-law Sarai and his son, I mean, and his son Abraham's wife. And they went out with them from all of the Chaldees to go to the land of Canaan. And they came to Haran and dwelt there. So the age of Terah was 205 years and Terah died in Haran. Okay. Now, the Lord said to Abraham, I said to Abraham, now, why I'm reading all this is this. Now, from this, what informed the choice of Abraham? What? And that's why for every man, when God calls you, is grace. For every Christian, is a grace calling. And every grace calling is a covenant calling. Every calling, if God calls you today, is a covenant. Because he always has options. Leave the whole world. Come to Nigeria. God has almost 200 million options. So why are you? But he chose you. You say, what if you are a non-believer? I say, if God calls you, calls you, calls you for an assignment, it's a covenant. Where is Isaiah 45? They didn't know him before he was said. He said, no, you didn't know me. But I have an assignment for you. So I'm holding you by my right hand. I'm by my anointing. Everything will give way for you. Ah. <laughs> and until that assignment is concluded, he will never leave you. That's, that, that's, that's what defines his covenant. He will never, never, never leave you. There are certain things that we've got to know and know clearly. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, get out of your country from... Uh, from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you, I will make your... You know, I was planning, I was meditating on this yesterday, then my wife walked past, came to are you getting it? I said, I'm still struggling, but I know Holy Ghost has it ready. And I said, but see, this is what I, this is what I discovered. I said, what is it? I said, when God wants to change your reality, it comes to the covenant. 
So when he was saying to Abraham, come, leave your father's house. Go to this, go to this. That very calling is a covenant calling. And we have been told that Sarai was barren. So when God wants to change something in a generation, he calls one person. And for every assignment is a call for change. That is what you have to effect a change. So he called him. He could have called. See, if, see a number of them, Lot was there. Why did he call Lot? They were all the same. It was as ordinary as ordinary. They were all pagan worshippers. Period. But the difference was God called. Is there anyone here that God has called? Let me, let me, let me define calling. Calling doesn't mean that you must come and be preaching like Pastor Tyro. Calling is that you are born again. Believe you me, the beginning of a calling is that you are born again. Go and look at the meaning of, um, of, of, of uh, yeah, the church. They called out once. Check, check Ephesians chapter 1, which defines covenant reality from the beginning. Verse 3, blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. That's covenant reality. With every spiritual blessing in heaven, that's covenant reality. May not be your reality today, but it's your reality which you are yet to see and seize. With every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, even according as He has what chosen. Even according as he has what? Chosen us. Can you see that before you can begin to see every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, it's because you have been chosen. Yeah. Are you here with me? So he called him and he told him expressly, leave. We we'll get there as God as God permits us. But you must hear this. You are so confident. Of course, I'm confident in Jesus' name. Why shouldn't I? Because I know that some realities will change here this morning. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Get out of your father's house. And this and that. And then the guy moved. But see, what's amazing is this. For nothing, nothing that you did, for absolutely nothing of your credit, he called you. Somebody shall covenant. That's why you can't call covenant without grace. We are not yet in the New Testament, remember? We are not yet. Where grace is the order. Say, leave. To a land that I will show you. Look at verse 2. I will what? Verse 2. I will what? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Every time God calls, He is to make. 
He calls you for an assignment, but he will make you fit for it. Ah. Let me tell you quickly. There are certain states that you have been in all your life. By the time we are leaving the service, you won't be there anymore. In the name of Jesus. Or you'll be taking your last step out of that place. In the name of Jesus. Now somebody was explaining it. He said, this is an an augmented reality. Your natural reality is there. But by virtue of the fact that you are born again, you are now a covenant child of God, there is another reality. Which is the reality of realities. And here am I. And here am I touching him. Reality. But now I know that there is more to touching him than my touching him. So I'm touching him, but I'm, 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 I'm provoking something more. That's why I will lay my hand on somebody in the name of Jesus. I only touch here. And something happened that is different. Much more beyond the touching. So beyond my seeing, my hearing, my feeling, my testing, my touching, there is a reality. A reality that, that will affect your everyday life. That will affect your generation. That's a reality. Oh, the man is a blessed memory. He came to train many years ago. We were attending train. I think Philip, Philip Mukunga, Mukunga or something from Jaws. At the time, only came once and that was it was explaining faith and then they explained it in physical science terms that got my attention being an engineer so I listened then he said everything is always in a state of constant vibration he was right he was right then he went to quantum mechanics he was right I said, yeah, 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 yeah. He said, but with your physical eyes, do you see the oscillation? No. Okay. But when I don't see, does it mean that it's not vibrating? So he took out a key in his pocket and tied it to the end of a rope. And he swung it like that. And we could see. Then he tried. He said, look at it well. You could describe the features of the key. Then he said, if you were not here when I started... Can you see it precisely what I'm swinging? Of course, you wouldn't know what I'm swinging. You just know something about being swung with who know what it is. Because of the speed. God is the master of every oscillation. He sees everything. He knows everything. He can slow down anything at any time. He can increase the speed of anything at any time. He can bring everything to you. He is God. He's God. But for you that were there before the key started swinging, your reality is that that's a key. But for those who came late and met it, if you say it's a key, they say, What do you mean? Where is the key? So which key? Which key? I can see something, but which key? Their reality is different. But the fact that reality is different, does it mean that the reality is not the reality? The man that knew there is a key and knew which door that key will open, we said, that's the key, I'm going to get it, I'm going to open the door. 
And we see him doing everything to get the key. If it will mean to flow at the frequency of the key. <laughs> when we are the same frequency, I can hold it. He's doing everything to get there. But you don't know. And so you don't believe. You can't get it. But you will get it. Is somebody hearing me? Can you see simple analysis, realities? She had no child. God said, go. I will make you. Who brought the Lord Jesus from the dead through the blood of the covenant, covenant? Make you. Just stop there. <laughs> I will make you. I will bless you. I'll make your name great. I shall go to bed. Just get to understand what you have. I will make you. I will bless you. I will make. Where is the devil here? He has no reckoning. I beg, devil can. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse them who curse who curse you. So the devil care he is part of the package. He will deal with them. Amen. Don't concentrate. Concentrate on that. I will make you. I will bless you. I will make your name great. See, don't you see that the devil is trying to make? He's trying to distract you from. He's making you. He's blessing you. He's making your name great. All you are doing is devil, devil, devil. Let him. He said, I will curse them. So what's your problem? Say in the name of Jesus, I reject every distraction from today. Can you see? I will make you, I will bless you. I will make your name great. I will bless them who bless you. I will curse them who curse you. And then all you now say is that they are cursing me. They are cursing me. They are cursing me. You are distracted. Say I repent in the name of Jesus. I mean it. I mean it. I, I can hear you. See, I repent of that in Jesus' name. Because you have started your journey today. Covenant blessings. Covenant victories. Covenant overcoming. Covenant promotion. Covenant peace. Covenant joy. Hey, in the name of Jesus. Can you imagine? Look, listen well. See what he said to him. You see, Sarah is barren, but I will make you a father of nations. He came addressing his pain and lack. Covenant! And what did he do to get it? God just chose him. Why don't you just enjoy the ride? This year, make up your mind. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to enjoy my ride. <laughs> if I never believe the message that's been preached by Pastor Nomti, it's time to believe it. I'm enjoying my life in Christ Jesus. Oof, I feel the fire. See how, see how it starts. I will make you a great nation, barren at 75. I will make you a great nation. What is it? I will make you a multitude of nations. Uh-huh. I will make your name great. You will be a blessing. Uh-huh. You will change people's lives. 
Somebody shout, covenant keeping God. Uh. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse them who curses you. Uh, I will procurse them who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And Abraham departed. Now, things began to happen. A lot of things happened on the way, by the way. I don't want to go into all these ones. Because you know that Abraham now ran to Egypt, you remember? And in Egypt, he was afraid. Remember? He forgot that he was in covenant. Because his wife was pretty. He said, these people may kill me because of this woman. She was my sister. And they took her. They commended her to the king. And the man took her and said, I will marry this man. I started doing in love to Abraham. With this woman. They're doing in love to Abraham. Abraham became exceedingly rich. Then it was discovered that he was not his sister. And the man was offended. He said, look, people would have slept with her. Even the hidden will not sleep with another person's wife. Even the hidden. Even the hidden. Even the hidden. I said, some, some men will have slept with her. What is this you're trying to do? You want to bring the rest of God on us? And then he said, let no man touch him. And then he released him. Abraham that had nothing left as one of the wealthiest. How he got it? Don't question me. Question God. Pastor, he got it by telling, I, I'm not denying the fact that I told lies. But it was because he forgot that he was in a covenant. He believed, he feared the people more than himself. It was covenant, the covenant message of God that kept that woman. And covenant message that kept himself. And covenant message that didn't make him lose everything to God. It was the covenant of God. But don't go and do something wicked and say covenant will cover you. <laughs> because in chapter 17, something happened. In that chapter 15, if we look at 15, yeah, food. Yeah. After this thing, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in the vision, saying, Do not be afraid, verse chapter 15. And Abraham, I am your shield, your exceeding great reward. And Abraham said, Lord, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing I go childless. And the hair of my house is Eliezer, trying to help God. And then Abraham said, Look. You have given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your body. May help me. Don't help me. I know what I'm doing. The problem with most of us is that we try to help God. And then we mess up things. Say, so no, it shall not be. Then they brought him outside and then he said, look towards the heaven. No, he showed him all this. And that. Then verse 6 says, and Abraham believed. Come on, church. What did he do? He help me, help me. What did he do? He I can't hear you. What did he do? He the only thing we have seen Abraham doing since we started is this. What did he do? He believed. But I believe that we've been seeing the measure of this believing from the beginning. Say, where? Why did he, why did he leave his family in the first place? So the only work required of you in the covenant is belief. That's why it says the judge shall walk by faith. Hello. 
Are you here with me? Praise the Lord. God just told me to explain something clear a little bit more. So you realize that God, when it comes to covenant, God initiates covenant. Man will never initiate a covenant with God by himself. Because man does not have the ability. Man, when God has covenants with man and with individuals, but it's always at God's instance. It's always at God's instance. Say why? Because it's always motivated by his nature. What's his nature? He is love. He is love. God is love. And that's why John 3.16, for God so loved what? The world. So don't tell me he doesn't love you. That he gave his only begotten son that whosoever can you see that is for all and he will make you but you will have to exercise your will. For God so loved that he gave. Ephesians chapter 2. And God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he has loved us. While we were yet dead in our sins. Died. His love. He's always motivated by his love. Somebody hearing me. Glory be to God in the highest. I, I just thought I should explain that. So in other words, the same opportunity is given to all. And God expects all to seize it. But it is whosoever. It is whosoever. It is whosoever. And that's why I'm confident today in the name of Jesus. If you only understand of my voice, your reality is changing. Amen. I say your reality is changing. Amen. So what did he do? He believed God. Then the next thing, you hear him begin to say, what will you give me? And I say, ah, but Why? Next chapter, Sarah going to Hagar, and then there was the baby. What happened again? He forgot. What happened again? It's been 10 years, Abby. Yeah, but I was 75. Now I'm 86. So, because he was born, Ishmael was born at 86. By the time Isaac was born, Ishmael was 14 years. And see what God said in chapter 17. He said, Hey, I am the what? Genesis 17. Good. When Abraham was 99 years old, come on, everybody say 99. I can hear 99. 99. 99. Before you turn 100. Some people, some people are in their 99 position. But I tell you, before your 100 position, turn around. In the name of Jesus, I say turn around. I say your turn around has started. Your reality is changing in the name of Jesus. I know what I'm talking about. It's only God that makes no man, no the devil. Believe him. This is your year. In the name of Jesus. I say this is your year. In the name of Jesus. This is my year. Covenant realities in Jesus' name. It's not subject to what man is saying. It's not subject to what woman is saying. Hear me. Men will always have opinions. And they have the right to have opinions. But opinions don't, don't, opinions don't define your reality. It's only God's opinion that defines your reality. That's what covenant means. <laughs> covenant realities. Praise the Lord. When well, like nine years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am what? Come on, help me. Let me everybody shout, Almighty! Receive, Lord Jesus. Don't you know what you say? 
Now you receive everybody. In the name of Jesus. He says, I am the Almighty. Walk before me and be perfect. Can I be frank with you? In the name of Jesus, directly, God told me that in my life once. I was facing down praying and I was praying for Nigeria. And I was praying to go and prepare. And he called me praying and he brought Nigeria before me. And I was praying. That was when he told me, he said, don't let the man of darkness occupy the center of this country. Shall we pray? Father, may the spirit of the man of darkness never occupy the center. In the name of Jesus. That was where I heard that time for, for the first time in my life. And he said to me, he said, you know what? Walk before me and be perfect. I started looking for perfection. I started looking for it all over the place. I thought it was, I must make myself, I must, you know. Yes, but I realized more than anything. He says, I am the almighty, the many-breasted one, the all-sufficient one, the one that can do anything. I can do and undo anything. Walk before me and be sincere. You can play games with yourself. You can play games with man. Don't try with me. I'm a covenant-keeping God. Be sincere. Be sincere with me. You may have a problem being sincere with people, but be sincere with me. You may have a problem being sincere with your wife, which is a problem, really. Or being sincere with your husband, which may be a problem, really. But be sincere with me. You are my covenant child. Walk before me. And be sincere, too. And I will what? Make my covenant between me and you. And what will happen? I will multiply. That was the point of his pain. That was the point of his lack. That was what he never heard. When God enters the covenant with you, he addresses certain parts of your life. His promises are clear. Always almost outrageous. That's why I want to declare right now, in the name of Jesus, outrageous encounters. In the name of Jesus. Uh, God knows I'm not trying to make you happy. As much as possible, I'm trying to speak his heart. I don't know the sickness that has refused, that has eluded you. God, whether through the doctors or otherwise, will cancel it in your life in Jesus' name. I say outrageous turnaround. In the name of Jesus. Makatorabo-shanta. <laughs> when you look at everybody that he has entered into covenant with, you will see that they started from nothing. He always makes them into what he wants them to be for him. But what he requires of them is believe. When you believe, you will yield to his leadership. That's all. So God is not asking you to manufacture baby at age 99. He's not ask, asking you, woman, that you should revamp your womb at age 89. You know, you, you, even if he told you, you couldn't do it. So let me say it again to everybody here. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, this year, as far as your assignment in life is concerned, you will attend to what you cannot do by your power in the name of Jesus. God will surprise you in the name of Jesus. 
And because of your increasing knowledge of the nature of the God you serve, your life will be guarded by supernatural precision in Jesus' name. Let me say it again. I say supernatural precision in the name of Jesus. Hey, you're and all the parasites that have been destroying your products destroying your progress in life please hear me and write it down in the name of Jesus this year they will be truncated and terminated I said they will be removed from you in the name of Jesus because God says you will become a father of multitudes from absolute barrenness you will be and guess again, you know, he says, I will never leave you. I will never. Ah. When he talks to them, he says, as for me, my covenant is with you. So whatever your reality has been, from today, let covenant let it take over. But how do you begin to know your covenant realities? Except as you, as, as you discover them in the world. In the covenant word of God, let me shock you because we've been dealing with it a lot. The whole of the gospels tells us what Jesus Christ came to do from the sense knowledge point of view, from the human observation point of view. That's why they are natural account. The only one that delve onto the other side slightly is John. But Paul now begins to tell you. From the spirit view, two different views. Yes, he died on the cross. They ran away. That's the sense knowledge. Though they saw miracles, they saw the dead rise. But Paul said, when he died, he descended. And when he came back, he could not be contained. Yes. Not by anything created. Paul would tell you the inner side of the covenant. This year, you will walk more on the inner side of the covenant. In the name of Jesus. Are you, is somebody here what I'm saying? It does not matter where you are. It does not matter who has written you off. It does not matter where they have gathered and condemned you. The Bible says you are head. Oh no, I didn't hear you, amen. It says you are head. You are not here. You are above only. You are never beneath. In the name of Jesus. Hear the psalmist. He said, but you, Lord, you are a shield about me. You are my glory and the lifter. I don't know where your head has been dropped or where your head has been dropping, where your hand has been dangling. This year, there will be celebration. There will be rejoicing. I said, your reality is changing in the name of Jesus. Remember, the same God that says, I will make you, I will bless you, I will increase you, I will, I, I will make you a blessing, I will bless them who bless you, I will, then I will cause them, the same will say, I will curse them who curse you. Stop living and sleeping and waking up on, they are cursing me, they are cursing me. Sleep and wake up on, I am blessed, I am blessed, I am blessed, I am blessed. I am made, 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 I am made. Whatever things are true, that's covenant. Some will say, yes, a year of change. Yeah, well, let's be careful. So change can be negative. We are talking covenant, we are talking negative. Your mind has a problem. God will never change you to something bad. I say from today, go in peace. 
in the name of Jesus. I said, go in peace. In the name of Jesus. Let the ability to trust him increase in your life in Jesus' name. Your walk with the master will take a new dimension in the name of Jesus. Is somebody hearing me? In the name of Jesus. It's not by power, it's not by might. It's not because you were so good. It was grace that called you in the first place. And it is grace that will establish you in the name of that has established in the name of Jesus. And it is grace that will finish. That will conclude your matter. It is grace. Somebody say I'm a covenant child of God. Bought by the blood of the Lamb. I'm a covenant child of God. I'm a covenant child of God. And so I overcome them. Even by the blood and my testimony. The blood of the Lamb and my testimony. Because greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. Can I tell somebody here today, from today, mark it in your mind that you begin to know that you are a covenant child of God, which is not a fluke. Things are beginning to change for you. In the name of Jesus. By the blood of the everlasting covenant, make all you have to be. Shall we just lift our hands and appreciate him? We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.